0: Welcome to the County Road Bobblers
1: Bobblecast, a fun podcast with a feel like you're sitting in the local pub chatting about the blues to other blues. Welcome to today's episode of the County Road Bubble Cast. Um It's myself, Dave Witcherly, joined by Lee Mitchell, Anthony Ditchfield and notorious Barry Williams. It's been a fantastic week. I think there were a few people threatened, certainly at the weekend. Uh, but uh, we've come through it. We're in the next round of the Cup. We're into fifth in the Premier League uh, and level on games. With another side that will shall remain nameless, but one point behind, and what a difference a week makes as always. Um, there's plenty to get through as we go, uh, but as with ever, we'll start with the fans' questions. As such, uh, other blues submit their uh, questions that they'd like us to, to speak about. So we'll, we'll start with them, and then we'll move on to the actual uh, logistics of some of the uh, the agenda that we've got set today. So we'll start off uh, quite a, a really good one to start off on, actually, but. Um, Natalie Barger, he said, if, anyone, if everyone stays fit who plays at the back, there's lots of options, but only four places. Um, who, who who would you actually keep? But similar to that, uh, she stepped up, Pete, said, got Godfrey Undroppable and Dinier producing higher up the field, um, should we continue him at left midfield and maybe play Richie up top? So a couple of things to talk about there, um, and I'm just going to go Around uh, the uh, the old Zoom screen, as I said. So, uh, Lee, start with you. Um, Back four, and uh, what do
2: we do with Luca Dean if, if we decide to keep it? I'd keep the back four personally. Um, I think it's worked. I think he stumbled on it, Um, obviously, through injuries. Um, I'd, I, I wouldn't split Keane and Meena up. They're playing well together, and Godfrey's doing well left back. Just, it's just one of them things. I'd play Lucas Dean down the left. He proved last night he can he can play there as well. Um, and it's just unlucky for, for Coleman at the minute. Um, I think the one game that he didn't play it was the West Ham game. You know, and you've seen what happened there. So I'd, I'd stick with it. Yeah, no,
1: it's uh, certainly an argument for that. Uh, Andy, with yourself, what about yourself?
2: you
0: agree, yeah, stick with it. You know, what's the point in changing something? That's been working. I mean, at the beginning of the season, leaking goals, these four came in the back and it sourced that problem out. And um, yeah, personally, I'd keep it. And I've I, I, been crying out for Dean to play on the left, you no know, further up the left. And first thing he done, yesterday was assisted there in a warby for the goal. What
1: about
3: yourself, mm-hmm. Barry? No, lad. Ch- uh, Change it. And uh, you a you go, something of
1: difference. <laughs> because
3: Holgate, Holgate's been shite for a man a month. So, no, ship him out. Move Godfrey to right back and then Dean to left
1: back. Right. OK. Yeah. Then, Holgate, yes, he was shit again yesterday. So, for you, Holgate would fall would fall victim to that as such. I and mean, then, obviously, yeah. shift. But, but the one back at your will say um, for you to answer on that is that. I think Godfrey's played two games there now, hasn't he? Right back. Um one was the Derby, which I think is pretty, you know, everyone can agree. They had a hard task playing against Sadio Mane. Um and he, he came out with shiny colours as such. Um, but the other one was um was it, was it Leeds, was it, when he played right back? I'm trying to remember the game where he played
4: Southampton,
1: Southampton, Southampton. sorry, yeah, Southampton. And he didn't, you know, well, don't think anyone covered themselves in glory that day. Um you, I mean he's doing an outstanding job at left back. Do, do you honestly think that? Changing him to right back should be what we do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Holgate
3: should be a right backer because the last few weeks he's been. I don't think he's been good enough. So he's dropping.
2: He's probably out of four of them. He's probably the one. If you had to drop someone out, it would be Holgate for me. But like I say, I'd I'd stick with it for now.
3: It depends who you play like because we're playing
1: like.
3: We got at home next.
1: Air uh, Leicester, isn't it? Gone. It's well, good. Well, potentially because yeah. Villa's Phil, Phil not going ahead, isn't it? So, um, mm. if we've got if Villa stay,
3: if Villa play, if it's Villa st- stick the same. But if it's someone at home that I want to see in the second team, I don't want to see four centre half.
1: Yeah, you you always say this that, that when you go to the away games that you want to see is at least have a go. But we've actually done the opposite and got better results, haven't we?
4: Well
0: the yeah. thing is, buddy, like the last time we played Leicester. It's the same back four. And we outclassed them. They didn't even trouble us, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah. Obviously, like, in t- I mean, you know, we're playing them on shit well, at home.
4: It doesn't like,
0: matter a bit A home or away. You need a point on the board, and to me, if you beat Leicester once with that formation, go for it again. Far, you couldn't get them behind, because that's what that's where he that lives off.
3: Well, if that's the case, like then Luca Dean doesn't play against Leicester. So, so be it. So... Is no, that, like, that- Strongest team first, and all these right back isn't strongest. Isn't our strongest player? So now he's out for me.
1: I mean, we'll, we'll come on to, to you know where we want to try and buy players, but if it, I think you know I think it's fair to say that right back is, is one of the, the obvious areas. Um, Marcel Brands' biggest task was probably replacing Leighton Baines. Um, you know, was, I couldn't have certainly done that job. You know, I don't. You know, probably. I think Kieran Tierney, I was interested at the time. He, he's a shadow, looker team Dean for me. Uh, but he needs to do a similar job. You know, I think he bought Luca and he bought Richardson in that, that summer. I think the right's the same now. And, you know, obviously, Awobi might be giving us a bit of food thought down there, but then we need mm. to spend a bit of money on, on a direct right midfield and a right back. Um, if we haven't got the money, the right back becomes an interesting thing, doesn't it, really? Because you've you've either got one of Coleman, uh, Holgate, or, or like you say, Godfrey, maybe switching across again and retrying them there. Um, who would everyone go with, with, with there? I mean, I, I, to be honest, I, I just go with Holgate solely because until we actually lose or we start conceding shipping goals, I, I, as I said, you know, sorry, play centre, I don't want to change it. Um, but, you know, I can see Barry's sides as well, they're getting, you know, getting probably the best left back in the country, back into the side as well. Um, uh, was anyone go, go, go with Coleman there against Coleman, get, get back into it or, you know? Godfrey yeah.
2: Coleman. I, I'd rather see Coleman there, to be honest, down the right. Um, but like I say, I, at the minute, I just stick with what's what's up, what's working. Sorry. Yeah, I suppose it's a difficult one,
1: isn't it? You know, we've got, It's a good thing, really, that you know we've got all these options. Um, so um, yeah, no, it's an interesting one. it probably change as we go through. You know, if we have another bad result somewhere, that. Appetite to, you know, people take certain positions or change again. Um, so I suppose it's a good thing. It's a headache, um, and that's what he gets paid the big money for. Uh, David Tinkin said, do you think we've got Carlo at peak management? He's been there, seen it before, done it. But this time he seems settled, focused, and happy in his job. Could be a great chapter in our history, and he really seems to have settled in at Carlo's Crosby. Um, and seeing as you're, you're from, Uh, The needs of L23, Mitch.
2: I'll uh, I'll start with you on that. It's a good question. First, Um, possibly, yeah. You know, he's you know experienced now, and he's worked in the prem before, and that. Like you say, he settled in Crosby, and he's got a son here and stuff. And we might have just got him at the right time. You know, time will tell, won't it? Uh, Barry, over to yourself, mate. I wouldn't
3: say the peak of his career like no, but you know he he, he probably experienced every situation, so mm-hmm. it's probably better for us. But I wouldn't say the peak of his managerial career now.
1: What about yourself? So, do you do you feel like he was really settled at Everton? Do you feel like he you know he, he's you know quite quite close to Everton?
0: Yeah. I think he does. Yeah, I mean, and it's obviously you'll probably tell yourself this is going to be his biggest ever challenge. Because he hasn't walked into a team that's been that's, you know, that's full of superstars. Davis, he's basically building it himself. And to be honest, with you, yeah, but that squad of players we got, and we don't want to moan about injuries like the other lot, but the injuries that we've got, the fact that he's got us four points off top of the league, this, this time, this point in the season's unreal. To be honest, especially with that squad of players
1: leads us nicely on to James' question, actually, James Harper. From from when Carlo first took over, did you expect us where we are today? Uh, and I'll just leave that open to everyone, um, anyone who wants to answer that.
4: Well?
2: No. no, I definitely didn't. No. No. no, I thought it would have took a, a, a few seasons to sort of get even close to it. But the fact he's done it with just over a year unbelievable. Like 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 Solomon said, you know, the team he sort of inherited, you know, um, doing a great job.
1: I I I've read like read his book and I'm, I'm redoing it on Audible at the moment. Um and uh, you know it's it's something that I'll, I'll probably do a few times and it's quite intriguing when anyone that hasn't read or listened to his book as you can do now, I would encourage you to do so because sometimes it adds a bit, a bit of perspective to some of the decisions that he makes. Um, and, you can you know you can see that he follows a certain path in the way he approaches stuff. Um, one of the things he talks about quite a lot is family, and about you know he wants to feel you know doesn't want to go in and tear everyone up and you know he likes to to to, to real uh, get the best of what he's got around him uh, and do things the right way and you know organically let let the squad be, be sorted as they go. Uh, but you what know, obviously he's trying to create a bit of a culture change and one of the, the things that they say when we took him on was people saying that. Um, We've just gone for him because he's a great manager, not necessarily the best fit for Everton. And I think we should mention then about it uh, was you, Tony, saying about um, about maybe you know it's an interesting job that he's got because he's got to start again. Um, I actually think that I disagree with that statement that 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 I read at the time of taking him on. I think that in actual fact, we've tried to come up with a new style of Everton a couple of times and failed. And I think that we've, instead of reinventing the wheel, we've gone back to where we used to be. So we found a manager that embodies what we used to be in the 80s. You know, he, he's a family man. He understands community. You know, he really likes that approach. You know, he, he creates a culture around the club, of, you know, the, of the settled family community club that in actual fact is successful. You know, he demands the best. You know, every time you ask him, he says, you know, I want to be winning trophies. I want to be, you know, he doesn't try and play it down. I think he's actually, you know, we found someone that, that, that reinvented our, our values that were kind of laying dormant in the background. Um, does anyone have, have a different view or, or anything to add to that? Not me, Paul. That's all. No, it's it, it's interesting, isn't it? And, you know, it's only the start. There's a long way to go. And we're only 50% through the season. So, you know, really speaking, we'll look at it again at and we'll look at it in two or three years' time, see where we are there with them. But good start. Um, 80 and Matt Barry have asked similar questions, here, so I kind of group these together. 80 said, "Do we gamble uh, in the transfer market um, in view of strengthening strength to secure top four, or in fact chase the title?" And Matt Barry says, "If we could sign one player uh, that could be a game changer, who would it be?" So I'll, I'll leave that open for anyone to take that. So just two parts of the
0: question. Game changer.
3: We do need to improve.
0: Squad's not big enough. So you think if you've already got a player who is the game changer? That Tamás.
1: Yeah. I think. what he was saying. If you could buy one, <laughs> it
2: would make a big difference. In ja- like this, like in January. In January. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sort of panic buying, or I'd sort of wait to the summer. But what I would say is, like, if they got a striker in just short term to sort of help out off the bench and stuff. That's the only thing I'd say. I think defensively, we're all right. I think we can get by till the summer. But I just think if we had another striker short-term, just to help Calvert-Lewin out um, when he's back. That's the only thing I'd say. The old uh, Brian McBride or the Michael Mazar. Louis yeah, just, just, you know, just somebody just to, uh, Joe, just somebody just to, um, <laughs> just to come in for six months just to sort of help us through because to be honest, I mean Cheng doesn't give you any confidence, and um, we were forced to play Sigurdson up there yesterday. So I just think if he could get someone short, um, that's the only thing I'd say. But I'm happy to wait till the summer.
1: I tell, I tell you what, though, I don't know if you've ever heard this phrase, but we, I think Carlo invented it. He, he tried to play defensive striker, a number nine, the the, the best like part for Menial. No, not like for me. He's not. He just can't score for me. It's just him. <laughs> Carlo come up with calls a defensive number nine. <laughs> um, and, and I think it really worked well, but uh, yeah, I don't think Liverpool might have looked at in the past, but uh, it's certainly better. Uh, does it, does it, Barry, Tony, any, anything for yourself? Do you, do you feel like we should go out there? And, and, and if so, who would you bring in to make a difference? I don't know, I don't know what by, um,
3: I know, maybe someone in on loan, lads, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree. They're in January, the, the markets. The, the, the market's not very good in January best waiting until the summer but the um, only one I could think of at the minute if it's true swap Kenny for that Josh King you know, is that it yeah. no it's barely after Kenny aren't they? no yeah. but I think it's been mentioned with Bournemouth
1: though as well hasn't it it's been some
0: outside there for. The well, definitely swap Kenny for King King because King, King off the bench quick any. Yeah, but Kenny towards the end of the game but tell him he'll get you a couple of goals
3: he's out of contract in the summer so, they won't want to swap a 15 million pound player for someone who's going to go for a three on the end of the season, are
0: they? Who says Kenny? No, he's okay. not 15 million quid, no chance.
3: He is like day and age.
1: You didn't play Monopoly again, buddy. <laughs> he 15 million in this day and age. Uh, now, well, if Liverpool can get um, 20 million for, for Solanke and uh, 25 million for Jordan Ivan, whatever else crap they've sold on. So some of these clubs then, uh, yeah, no, we've got Rooster, uh, yeah, Rooster um, the, the, you know, there's plenty they've shipped on uh, that, that haven't really done anything since they've moved on. No, no Solanke's starting to settle, to be fair to him, but I'm not a, not a massive fan. From um, my point yeah. of view, uh, it, it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? It's, it's whether, whether he wants to be a bit of a gambler, man, but we've had a few mayors in January. You know, you look at the man I was probably screaming my head off about the other day, Chen Towson. Now, I know he's done well when he came in, in terms of when I say he's done well, he scored goals, and that, that's what he was brought in to do. But, you know, we, we ended up with a, a big contract, you know, we used a lot of money. And, uh, and Walcott was probably the same. It becomes difficult to move them on then later on down the line. So we need to make sure that any business that we don't, we, well, we do do or don't do, doesn't affect our, our medium to long term object, objectives as well, because, you know, it leaves us hamstrung later on down the line. But I think what you've said there, I think, you know, it sums it up perfectly. There's some appetite there to get, you know, playing on loan. The euros are coming up in the, in the summer as well. So the, the, there's going to be players out there who want to be playing games because they want a chance of playing for their country. And also you've got that natural motivation fact then. as They you, you, you want to play well because lo and behold, you know, they, you know, they, want, they want to play in tournament football and start for this, whoever it is. You know, you look at what now, I, I actually, but you know, that might work out as a good deal for us and them. Um,
2: and the thing as well, which is that players come on loan, they're trying to get a contract. That's, te- you know, so they do want to impress.
0: What about Kelly Ali?
2: No.
0: I think
1: it's off on no. that now, isn't it? I think I think, um, I think, that was a bit of a Jose mind game thing that, you know, he's told him he's not wanted them, and then forced him to, to reinvent himself and work hard. And I think. I think that was a classic Mourinho trick that he's got the best out of him. all of a sudden he's you know he's training harder and what have you. But I would you know if he was available I just don't think he is. But that's it. But someone like him, you know, someone you know with a bit of motivation. What we don't want to do is bring someone in on a three, four, five year contract that is going to be good for six months and then then causes issues later on down the line. But we are in a position where you know maybe we could get top four, um, uh, maybe we could give it a run for the title, there to say it, because, you know, the, the teams aren't great in this league at the moment. Um, so, th- there's a lot of way up there. Um, I'm sure that Carlo will want his players in now. He's not just going to settle for any old Tom Dick and Mikel Mazar. You know, he's going he's gonna to want, you know, you know players with, with appetite, he's going to want players with certain characteristics, and, uh, you know, if they don't fit the bill, he's not going to bring them in. Um, so, um, interesting, yeah, no, to- can't see massive, it's gonna be the movement's out really, and and if anything else, I'll be surprised. Richard uh Uffendell was saying that um he asked about the transfer window as well, but he also said um what has Carlo done to it to, to improve the mentality and the ability of the players. Um so I'll put that out there. You know, who can you see that's improved under Carlo so far? But there's been a few, hasn't there? Carval,
0: definitely number one. Everyone yeah,
1: Calvert Lewin's probably what he's been most vocal about, hasn't he? You know, Tony in the uh, in the media when he spoke about him. Um what do you, what do you see that he's done with Car with with, with DCL that's different? Can you see a difference yeah. in
0: his game? Just so he's basically sold like it looks like he just told him to stiff to that position, you know, in the box, in the centre. Stop shifting that wide like he used to do. And obviously the ball's coming into him and he's He's probably got one of the best leaps in the Premier League this season. Like at the end of the end. yeah. So obviously, something he's been working obviously in the box, like he did with Inzaghi. That's who he used to talk about. And it looks like he's trying to mold them to a similar type of player as him. Well, he
1: said to me, you know, if, if, if you touch it twice, you're less likely to score. Just try and take one touch, which is a shot. And I think you're right there. You know, I think I've seen a stat about we've scored more goals in the six yard box than any, any other team in the Premier League. And, Probably most of them have been DCL. Um, Barry, I know you've got your OJ Simpson jury out still. Um, it's still out longer than the OJ Simpson trial on DCL. Uh, but can you see improvements in him? I know that you, you know. You- yeah, you can see improvements in him, but I'm not.
3: He's had for me. He's had his purple patch. He's, I don't think he's done. He's done well in the past fucking seven games that he's played.
1: Do you think some of that though? Um, I was going to talk about this later on, but we brought some creativity back into the team. So, you know, when he was scoring all those goals, he had James Rodriguez, two natural fullbacks, Coleman bombing down the wing. He had, you know, uh, Luca Dean, one of the most, well, sorry, not one of the most, he is the most creative fullback in the league uh, and one of the most creative players in the league. Uh, We lost our two most creative players and all of a sudden, you know, lo and behold, he's kind of marooned up front by himself a bit and he's not scoring goals. Uh, do you think there's an element of that though, to, in in other yeah. things? Yeah, there and, is. But,
3: you know, if if he's improved that much, then he'd, he'd you know he wouldn't need that. He because we've still been getting balls in the box, and that haven't we? The, well, the, the the Chelsea one was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, because he, he he was free. Been snaps been there. All right, but other than that, he's not done. He's done who, who would you say then, Buddy? Then, in terms of who would you who would you say he's improved the most? he probably has improved Calvert-Lewin the most but I don't think he's improved everyone oh. so, uh, Iwobi, uh, 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 Keane anyone?
2: Yeah. No, right. yeah. Michael Keane yeah. Yerimina Iwobi's right, anyway. um, been doing well Sigurdsson's been doing well um, you know okay. so Shog- the Avon on it, his hands as well been great Like, but I'd, I'd say Calvert-Lewin's the biggest one, but I'd say the two centre halves have an half improved under him. Yeah,
1: again, no, enough. again, you know, do, do you think this is him just reviewing it, things and saying, right, I don't want Michael Keane and Yeri Mina playing on the half line because I watched us against Wolves last year, and you know, we ended up getting the backside torn out of us. So that, you know, ultimately, he's dropped them a lot further back played a lot tighter, almost like a low block that, that he was used to when he played for Burnley. And obviously, Columbia, uh, Yerry Meena plays a lot deeper, you know, certainly against the England game, I remember him, almost being camped out in his own box. Uh, you know, we, we're almost saying to teams, cross the ball, but we've got Yerry Meena and Keane there, they're going to deal with it, you know, unless, unless you've got someone who's better than them. I think the one that, that stood out with me was Yuru. Was you know, he's someone who was in a purple patch of form. And... Um, he can cross the ball all want, but, yeah, he wants, but Yerry Meerenke, he can just it up like it was going kind out of fashion. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, yeah, no, it's certainly an interesting one uh, And uh, yeah, this is a bit of a, a, a controversial one. Um, and uh, and uh, Tony, you're, you're into your YouTube uh, videos and all that kind of stuff, so I'll, uh, I'll put this one <laughs> on you. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is Brian, Hands of God. Do you think Storm and the Capitol was an inside job? The Capitol Hill was an inside job.
0: It's so essentially, I mean, <laughs> seen a few Michael Moore documentaries in my time.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll answer anything on the bubblecast or anything you put our way. We are not going to shy away from it. But uh, you no, know, I, I felt awful the other day. You know, the, we 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 I've got some good friends online who were all you know even the states and. You know, they're really passionate about the country and, uh, you know, and, and Everton as well. Um, And, and you know, I, I felt really sorry at times the other day because they voted their way. You know, democracy should work now. You know, it, it, it seems to be doing the opposite at the moment, doesn't it? You know, the world of conspiracy theories online and all that kind of thing seems to be really, really mixing the pot, doesn't it? And, you know, it was horrible to see them scenes the other day.
0: Well, it's mad, my right-known you work today, we were talking, me and a girl Now, our I went, do you think... If you know back back in the day, well, it was a Nokia T8010 with snake on it. Do you know like technology had never advanced from that point, and there was no social media? Do you think you'd have all these conspiritarians? You, you think you'd think he would have all these protests and all that? Oh, I think
1: yeah. social
4: media a few. I,
1: I'm, I'm probably everyone would think Tom Davies as well, class, because they wouldn't be reading all the stuff online. I wouldn't. Stop there. <laughs> no, um, no, but yeah, you know, no. It's it, it, it is. You know, it's it's got a, it's good side social media, but it's certainly got a you know a kind of really dark side as well at times. Um, so we we'll, we'll moving on from from the questions. Got, the blues there, um, Rotherham. It was an interesting one, wasn't it? Who wants to start? Uh, what yeah. were your observations from Rotherham? Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And that's it, and I'm not I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. None of them plays well. And we deserve to go out.
1: It was a hard watch, wasn't it? Um
3: I, don't know, I turned it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, the thing that stood out for me, right? I'm all for resting players in the club. Don't get me wrong, you know. I think I, I put the sides up on the, bottom of the water and you know, I had a few players rested. Um but in the end we ended up resting to Kurei. And um, he ended up working harder than he probably would have done if he started the game. Because he ended up coming on, doing an hour into extra time, having to score the winner. Um, and, you know, and all of a sudden his rest has disappeared. But I think we've been here before, haven't we, discussing that, that maybe the players that, that lay behind the our strongest 11 or 13 players on not good. Yeah, they're not.
2: They're not. No, not. And that's why, you know, we're seeing... When we mentioned Josh King before, and some people were saying like no to it, and you know, I said opinion, but I look at that I back up and pff, the crap, most of them are anyway, and I just think he would come in and do something, you know, to do a good job. But yeah, it was it was it was poor, like it was it was die, it was painful to watch. Well, it was it wasn't ours watch, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> my Alf I was I... absolutely fuming watching it, on, but... <sighs>
0: It was one of the you, worst. Of- go on, sorry. It was one of the worst I've seen for a while, uh, and we were lucky to get a win. Probably the best player in the, in the pitch was the goalie. Mm.
4: Also,
1: also, well, it's a good point, Dan. And um, there's been rumors that the, the six million euros. I think I don't think anyone would disagree. Take it there, wouldn't you? Six million euros for Olsen.
0: I'd have him. No, yeah, I
3: only- would six million for a
0: subkeeper.
1: Well, six million, six million euros. So, what's that? Four million.
0: Four and a half Oh, Or, why not get it to Bernard? Swap him for Bernard? Get his, his wages off the books?
2: That's what they're talking about, aren't they?
0: Yeah.
1: What do you reckon, Barry? You're having that one?
3: I, I wouldn't think it, I wouldn't pay four million for the shopkeeper. I'd just get some little crabbing on a free.
1: <laughs> well, they're talking from the lads um, over in Spain, aren't they? Was it the Portuguese lads. Yeah, get, still, a, get a Portuguese that. Yeah, but then again, we've done that with lost didn't He just, does hasn't turned out to be uh, apart from that one good game. He has a, a good son, like he always does. we yeah. never had a decent back keeper They've all crap. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, you, t- don't don't be slating your much like that. I'll wash your mouth, folks. You, <laughs> you remember that
0: one? We had? You look like um James Blunt. Yeah, Vessel.
4: <laughs> <and vessels>. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's a one. It is shocking, I've <laughs> I
1: seen I see, I see someone post that a Ruby Silver song, um, touch me in the morning and last thing at night. So, <laughs> that, just because of that, now I want Ruby Silver to be signed. <laughs> <laughs> I made the decision.
0: I guess I'd go on saying what you
1: Um. The, the one I wanted to pick it up apart from um, the fact that the Chico uh, as you had labelled uh, Tosin as Spray Fox, um, but that's, that, <laughs> that that hasn't stopped that hasn't stopped amusing me. Um, but moving on from Moddy um was was Anthony Gordon. Obviously, there's been a, a lot of clamour to get Anthony Gordon to the side, um, and uh, he did, uh, and I think he started like uh, on fire. You know, he, he was ten their full-back inside out, and, you know, he was a big lad, their full-back as well, uh, and he, he had him on toast a couple of times, and, the, you know, the, the chunk goal was perfect ball, you know, he turned, turned the full-back, exactly what you want to see, and the one where, it was almost Richarlison-like, the one where he turned, he ran, he cut inside, and he thought he was going to bend it into the corner, the far corner, it was almost like Richarlison-like, um, and then
2: that happened, and then he just disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, like the rest of the team. The whole it was the, the whole team's on the same. We had a great ten minutes and went downhill. But the thing is, like he, he you're not going to be the finished article at eighteen, are you? Yeah. You know, he, he he's he's going to get better. He's going to improve. Yeah, he's probably not ready just yet, but you can see there's definitely a player there. Um, I, you I we watched experienced players struggle. You know, we watched. Players in the prime struggle for us, so it's nothing new. But I just, you know, just be a bit patient with him because he's going to be a good player. Yeah, there there was definitely signs there, wasn't there? Would would, would there be any appetite to keep him or loan him? Loan him, loan. I don't think it'll do many harm loaning him. You know, I think you'll you'll definitely benefit from it. Um, You know, so he's he's still young, isn't he? What is he, eighteen?
0: Yeah, I'd send them somewhere like Derby, get them under the wing of Rooney.
3: Yeah, they're fucking riddled with fucking coronavirus.
0: I know, you're gonna really have a scout so like Rooney, take take them under his wing. No,
3: he'll be telling them to leave. No, fuck Rooney.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 I, I think it, it, it's it, what you're saying there, Tony's true. It's not just about loading them, it's about like the location. You know, because obviously Kenny was a good loan location. I think it hadn't been for COVID, then I reckon that, that Kenny might have ended up moving on somewhere and, and us getting a fee for him. Um I think it's the same with Gordon. Now he's at an age where he needs to be playing football. Um, But we can't just loan him for the sake of it. We don't want him to be another Brendan Galloway, for example. We want to send him somewhere, don't we, where he's actually playing and the style and philosophy
2: suits him. Um, yeah. It's, it, you know either that or you know I know he has to play football and that but like he will be learning a lot from the likes of Rodriguez the likes of the Charles and, you know Ancelotti coaching him and that so uh, it's one of them isn't it it's what you do with them told you that show. what
0: I think Barry froze there isn't
4: <laughs> <laughs> he froze, yeah <laughs> putting on his nails
0: <laughs> You're back again,
3: buddy. What, lad? You're back now. Send them Southport on loan, lad. <laughs> so,
1: Southport. Yeah. I have still got my uh grounds as drill top from when I was at Southport when I was at, when I was about 15. And uh to say that it, it's like a uh, well, you I can't even get over my head anymore, put it that way. <laughs> 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 I wear it one day. Um but uh you know, you know, what? what what's mystified me about this stuff about the celebrations, uh, oh. and I'm not. I'm not talking about celebrations being the best um, Christmas uh, chocolate tin, because the knockers roses and quality streets are much better. But uh, I'm cool. talking, I mean, <laughs> heroes as well. Yeah. Now, well, there's there's plenty of quality streets all day for me to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, these the celebration nonsense that have popped up all of a sudden, criticising Evan for, for celebrating, but surely in this elite sport bubble. To my knowledge, I, I can't remember any Everton players contracting coronavirus, so they seem to don't be. Fuck, do
3: fucking jinx it. Well, well you know, <laughs> I what I'm saying, saying is
1: <laughs> we're doing everything the right way. You know, we're, we're getting tested twice a week. It's inevitable, probably, that at some stage, will you know that one of the players will pick up you know COVID-19 because that's the way things are going. If they are getting tested, if they're safe to play and they're declared safe to play, what's the difference between me standing in the box trying to mark Barry on a corner and getting hold of the shirt and being like touch tight with him to, to me? You know, Yerimina jumping on Anthony's shoulders after he scores.
0: You know, what no difference.
1: I think you've just answered your own question.
0: You I mean, I
3: was just <laughs> fucking moan. Yeah, that's it. Not again!
0: It's just immediate. Having any little, necessarily, good evidence.
3: Anyone can get. Then that's that.
0: Hello.
3: Come on, another
0: five days. Van Van Vaart could be back in the air in the paper soon again. Pickford.
3: No, that's, he's dead, and he? he's fucking gone. Him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but we—I we, mean, we were having this conversation the other day. about our centre halves? Um, I—I I, I think I've been pushing Yerry Mina quite like. The key, you know he was a colossus the other day, wasn't he? Two goal, you know, two goals conceded as, as that back four, you know, in five games. Um, do you think at some stage Franco Baresi is going to turn up at Finch Farm, um, or Alessandro Nesta, um, or, or certainly like the spirit of them? and just tell McKenna that they're actually his father.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, nah, he, he, uh, he was superb last night. He was just... I said to you the other day, and I said he'd be one of the first names on my team. She's every week. Don't care. You know, he's just... He, like I say, he has not half-improved under Ancelotti. Like, but he was unbelievable. I mean, I don't know if he had fucking David Beckham's boots on or his right foot yesterday. But some of them balls he was knocking out. Naughty no, them weren't they... Oh, oh Every knows. time, he, he just kept finding his man every time. He was just unbelievable, like. He
0: was good, buddy. he was good, he asked to Keane, And yeah. what, i see seen on Twitter today yeah. where it was something like, like, what was it, three years ago, Michael Keane, fucking hell, cost 25 million quid. And now mm. it's fucking hell, Michael Keane only, only cost 25 million quid.
2: Yeah, that's it, isn't it?
3: Yeah.
1: See,
0: I
3: told bad. when we bought him. He's fucking great.
1: It's <laughs> a good point when you make it, actually, because you know, 25 million at the time was a lot of money for Everton. But you look at like City now, you know, 50 million on Mangala, you know, the, the you know, <laughs> absolute joke of a play you know, just be, you know, uh, Man United, uh, Eric Bally, uh, Lindsay Loft's not great, 30 million, and Bally was about 50 million.
2: Um, again, you know, it's 25 million, all of a sudden doesn't seem a lot of money, does it? <laughs> Here's one for you, which, today. Right? They paid 80 million for Harry Maguire. Now, would you swap McKean for him?
3: <laughs> Harry Maguire. I wouldn't. wouldn't even swap his left fucking bollock, mate. Exactly. So, there you go. Exactly. I,
1: I, I, there's a lot to be said. And just turned 28 as well, under Carlo Ancelotti. You know, he's got better than 12 months. So you mm. feel like he could kick on again. Um, yeah. So, the other thing was gonna was gonna bring up was was uh James being back in the side um you know we I think if you can't appreciate appreciate Rodriguez then then what are you doing watching football um you know we missed his creativity um I just, just I'll put it out there just let's talk about James Rodriguez for a bit
0: no way, I loved it, what he done yesterday Hamas. nowhere way like usually he usually comes off that right hand side. Yes, he was actually coming in into the bite of the midfield and defence, wanting the ball and wanting to dictate the play. He was mm. everywhere. Like, like he had like the biggest free roam you have ever
2: seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and it really, was hard for him as well because he, you know, obviously he didn't have a, a natural striker up there. Um, but, I mean, for the first goal, of that ball, he pinged it. And we were saying before, weren't Like, the amount of times he gets that, that pass or that. Um, cross field ball, whatever before the assist, it's always like that bit of quality. Stop saying
3: fucking Icelandic statistician of the assist of the assist, Mitch. Don't. don't... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, he follows the county you no know, wobblers. Well, don't be, don't be upsetting him. He hasn't blocked it.
3: Fucking assist of the assist.
2: No, but you know what? It, like it's not quality, but... isn't it? You know what it's... I mean?
3: It's as fucking Peter Eads once described. It's just fucking a load of jargon. It's
2: absolutely um,
3: the assist of the assist.
4: I'm a... I, I, no. I know. <laughs> I'm a bitch. Are you the
1: Icelandic yeah. statistician? Is, is <laughs> it actually you? <laughs> no, but it, it, it's a choice to watch isn't it? it, it, as a, it anyone that, that enjoys football should just, just sit back and just watch... I, I mean, we we all know that we're going to be a goodison again someday, and you're going to have someone screaming, Run, will you? You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Upper Bullens. That yeah. would
3: be good from Road fucking C.
1: Fucking
3: my seat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you just got to, you know, you've got it. It's horses for courses, and you, you, know, you need your technical players. You need your Takures who you do, you do the box to box, and, you know, your Allens. But Hamas Rodriguez, you just want him on the board and you just just knitting it together and picking it up. And just that wand of a left foot.
2: Yeah, very much so, mate.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, you, excellent again. You, you, the one that stood out for me actually in the cup, I don't think it was the best game to play him. Um, he did play him and he obviously got minutes, so that's good. He got an assist as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then,
4: obviously,
2: an assist,
1: assist.
2: an actual actual
4: assist,
1: assist. an actual assist. Well, well, he he could have actually had three assists in two games, couldn't he? Other than the fact, um, Cheng Tosin's spray on hair was offside uh, in the uh, the the other game. But, um, you know, the perfection of how he plays the the game, you know, he he gets involved, like Tony was saying before, he, he can come any part of the pitch. And he just strokes the ball at arms. And almost as we improve, you feel like he's just going to go up again. There's a couple of times, you know, in the club game especially, he looked up and there was almost no one moving. And he checked back in time and, and had to, to play it. You know, I think he was missing, uh, missing um, Richard Olsen at that point. And I think that's where we need to get another more direct player, you know, to give them the options to play that forward ball a bit. Um, because he's a, he's a joy to watch, really.
3: Um, I'm not we had a Sterling just swatted the pen over the bar. Who have?
1: Sterling. Yeah Sterling. It's
3: still one nil to city.
1: Yeah. there Yeah. Titan rivals now we need we
3: need,
1: we need we need an
0: advisor.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> so um you know you, you know what? I watched watch back a couple of times, um and we talk about players transforms as um be his goal. Oh, and you know, I think it the the Basically said he didn't have a lot of time to, to work with the formation that they played the other day, um, but the big thing that that, that really stood out to me was a uh, wound we picking the ball up. He played it into Hammers and he didn't just then move to the right or stand around. He sprinted into the centre. He almost knew that we had that you know that we had that deficiency in the centre you know the centre of the fields, and he made that extra man. And then obviously, lo and behold, the option became available. You know, did uh, played it back and it was you know the the, the, the finish the final the finish was perfection um, for me you know I, I always thought where does he fit into our team but on the right he's really starting to shine isn't he
2: yeah mate and the, the finish was because he didn't have to think about it he just did it the first time and it was a great finish but we've seen him get into good positions and when he's got to think about it he, he sort of I don't know hesitates a little bit but I thought yesterday, first half especially, he was like the danger man. I thought he was, every time he got it, he was the one running forward and he looked busy, um, him and Lucas Dean on, on the other side. but um, Yeah, he's been playing well. Like I thought the Rotherham game, I thought, fucking hell, he's gone back to, because he's been playing well, but the Rotherham game was like, fucking hell, reverted back to the Evobe we know. But a lot of them did that day and, and to be fair, he picked it up again yesterday. Got his goal, and he's starting to add goals and assists now, which is what we've been fucking screaming for. So fair play to him. But
0: what in, um, Richard? Then, like dude, you scored that chance, the first one, but then he got a chance just after Wolves scored. He got a chance late after that where he was through on goal. Yeah. You know, to think about it. It's like he had, just trying to the keeper.
2: Yeah, and he had he had a similar one against Rotherham, didn't he? And he dragged it wide. Yeah. Um, And that's what I'm saying. I think when he doesn't have to think. So, So someone
1: was talking about his crossing the other day, and it it got me thinking a bit. um, And obviously, uh, I was thinking back when he was at Arsenal. A lot of the time, Arsenal never really crossed, did he?
0: No. You know, know,
1: certainly under Wenger, you you never really seen Arsenal them crosses into the box. You know, even corners, you'd see them work them short and they'd work them in and try and you know they almost accused of passing the ball in. Um, So it. Almost, a, he's a young lad, but crossing the ball's almost something that he's having to learn, I think, now.
3: You should already know how to cross a fucking ball.
1: Well, <laughs> there's, there's crossing the ball, and, you know, sometimes if you're, you're used to coming inside, play the inside balls, it's second nature, isn't it? Well, no, he trains with a fucking ball six days a week. <laughs> you're not having that one, Barry? No. No, so, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so like I'll, I'll be, yeah. saying, yeah, you go and do
3: this job fucking six days a week. She but, you know, I let, let you off not you, you can't do that. Well, no. again,
1: he's, he's had a couple of good crosses. The, the one against Arsenal, where it ended up in the net, crossing to the unta- area of uncertainty. There was the, the yeah. terrible Newcastle game where, you know, again, he, he started right back, he come on at right back, cut the cross in. But, you know, think it, it's not his natural instinct to cross the ball.
3: Um, no. no it's not but
1: you he's know. brought a pass inside, and then you know 1-2 and all because I think I thought with Hammers, I was always interested to see if he played right and Hammers played as a 10 how would that work and mm. I, I think the other day we seen a couple of flashes and they're both bouncing off each other and having a bit of an understanding so I just don't think it's his game to you know what I mean to be whipping the ball in just don't think we'll ever see that as being his strength uh, oh, yeah, here we go Um of non related topics. Um the old man uh, Sh- uh Sean Dyche, um obviously interested in uh John joe kenny but the they, they've had a new owner come in um so it's so about having the, the money ball tactics and all of a sudden having a, a few bob to spend um do you think Sean Dyche is the man to stay there
3: <laughs> so now when I couldn't really give a fuck to be honest <laughs> <laughs> The sooner Bernie goes down, the better. It's a foot. I ain't going there. I think
0: Bernie's transfer policies, and you've got to be six foot four with a CCCS card.
3: Yeah, (laughs) but I'm both left, it lads.
1: They're only recruiting former Stoke left backs, I've seen online. (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) Well, I I think it's an interesting one, Mitch. I know Mitch, I was speaking to Mitch about this, but um. Would you sack him now and just bring a new manager in and, and try and do something new or would you keep him? When was we talking about this? I can't remember. You You're must have been be drunk it. at the time, Mitch. Um,
4: yeah.
1: but uh, we we'll would talk about uh, the new owners and yeah, will they keep Sean because he deserves to, to stay there? You know, and uh Stemo was chipping into him.
2: Yeah, I mean for what he's done for Burnley he really should. Well as you know. I don't know, like Barry says, do you really uh you really asked about them? <laughs> <laughs> to only for one thing,
3: lads, and it's because it's easy to get to, and that's it.
0: I could yeah. never ever imagine Bernie playing liquid football. ever. It wouldn't <laughs> be know, nice.
1: it, it doesn't add up, does it, Bernie with money? It just <laughs> Sean's i just <righteous> liquid football. <laughs> you know what, lad? Yeah, keep
3: them <laughs> no, keep them up for the simple fact, right? That that fucking cricket club behind the way end is the best fucking place for a baby.
0: <laughs> no,
3: nah. it is, lads. <laughs> with them, them ginger you get in there for, for two for the fiver, does you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all for them.
1: We, this was the next topic on the agenda, actually. And it was um, your favorite home pre match and post match boozer. And seeing as you, I know you're passionate about the topic, Barry. I'll uh, we'll start with you on this one.
3: I know. Just uh, like normal just a normal fucking game.
1: Yeah, you go oh. to home games. Doesn't matter where, where it is, what what time of day it is. Where are you going first, and Tommy. why? And why? Tommy, Fro- Tommy Frost,
3: Tommy Frost lad, and fucking any day of the week before the match, anyway. Why? Because it's fucking great. It's sorry though, isn't he? Well, is it what the are this?
0: You know.
3: Tony will be with me because you can get three bottles of salt for the fire. Does exactly.
0: You? Warms you up. Warms you <laughs> up. you have nine bottles of salt before you go on the ground. Don't get to watch the shite football on display.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, <in> the- <laughs> when you walk in, you've got the fella. that You don't have to go to the bath The fella sells the fucking bottles in the little, in like this fucking ice thing. You just give him your
2: do you just go all the places where there's offers for, like, a father? Where the aisles like, a father? No, but, like,
3: <laughs> and, yeah, but I sit there because I sit the Bullen's Roadway. Like, it's fucking yeah. easy for me to get to. Like, I just go down the back of the Mackies and then I'm in my fucking seat. <laughs> and then after the, match, after the match, if you win, you know, you you either go the brick or the, or the horse.
0: Black horse, 100% every time. The, horse, the black
3: horse was great when I when I win.
0: Black horse turned into the paradox around 10 o'clock.
3: Yeah,
2: it <laughs> X in the city, after, after, when we win, X in the city. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great when we win.
1: Um, but uh, apparently Pop World's into some kind of Jürgen Klopp's shrine now, isn't it? Which just kind of kills it, but... What oh, Pop World, well, mate? I'm not going there, right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, he fits in there, wouldn't he? Walking well, copy bastards. I
1: know, exactly. Um uh Mitch, I, I think uh, Tony and Barry have answered that one. But
2: uh yourself pre-pre post match. Three. Um the Glebe's always good, isn't it? Beforehand. Um I'll be honest, I used to like the Mons around Christmas time and that it used to be we've some good good uh, when we've won and that been decent in there, but Come on, fucking hell, that's what
3: I can You to finish your last at about 10 past one for the three o'clock kick-off to get to the ground.
2: It, on it used to be, hey, be sad in there back in the day. Um, I don't know which I, I like, which I always like coming back to you know, Crosby and Waterloo, and I'm just going out around there, you know, after uh, it. Um, yeah, we've like, had, I mean, listen, I don't get to go out town anymore, like, um, but yeah, to come around Crosby and Waterloo is always good. The blue base is always alright as well, isn't it? The blue base, yeah. We've started going there, haven't we? But, uh, <clears throat> yeah,
1: no, I, I'm just going to answer this now. So, I, I think that, yeah, Bernie Mays, um, the old Glebe, always decent because you can actually actually get to the bar and have a bevy. Um, I think the wind's low somewhere that we need to, to, to go more. Mm-hmm. We haven't probably done enough. The blue base after it sometimes, be really good. They likes to run good lass and all them. You know, I had a good conversations with them after the game and... That's been really good, um, but uh, yeah, no, the the the, <laughs> the break's always a rough one. I went back there after the uh, the Leicester cup game with Barry, and uh, <laughs> we ended up in the karaoke on uh, Par- Parnell <laughs> <laughs> the south road, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, no, it's always a bit of a rough one to do that. But it, it's it's you can't you can't knock it. It's a boss bruiser you know, full of blues. Um, but it's uh, just a it's it's a heavy sound, isn't it? It's fucking. <laughs> One last topic. Um, playing villa. Did you change the
3: size or not? No, because it's not going ahead.
1: <laughs> if it's going but ahead.
3: Not happening now. Nah. The football and gods showed me a vision and that game isn't going ahead, mate.
1: The football and gods were telling you that we were getting getting beat the other day and we won.
3: What beat, beat, beat Robin?
0: It was see time in December when we got when we beat Chelsea, Arsenal and it was the other one. It was the, it was the,
1: it was the other day when we beat Wolves. He said the what? football gods had told him we're not winning. Oh, I and mean, we the devil black and Barry like.
3: <laughs> must, have, must have just had a pint, lad. <laughs>
1: the
3: oh, it's empty. Bastards. <laughs> no more games? Yeah. I've got i have, got, but I'm saving them. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's Saturday
1: Lee, Tony make any changes play
4: them no Only
0: a striker. Well, well, whatever yeah. the strike is striker. Yeah. I want that that's it Yeah
1: same Yeah maybe Richardson for McGilfie
0: Yeah That's all I'd
1: make but um, I, I have to you know it, it probably disappeared amongst the highlights but um, Richardson getting two players books when he came off Was Yeah me well
2: to me no. as well, he needs to show yeah. pressure. Um, <laughs> there's nobody in our team that does does what he does. They just buys those fouls. You know, he's done two didn't he? Like, like towards the ends, and I'm, I cheered them more than the goal. I was like, fucking get in, like you know, doing that. <laughs> Honestly,
1: <laughs> it was another five minutes after the know, wasn't it? And um I think Richardson coming off probably killed about three and a minutes.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, and then got you know two yellow cards as a result as well, but um. Anyway, thank you for listening, as always. yeah, We appreciate everyone. Um, and uh, I hope you'd enjoy
4: the podcast. And I think we'll
1: finish with a positive note. It's been an absolutely terrible year for so many reasons. Mental health it's through the roof really so absolutely be kind let's not judge people let's really support one another there's a lot to be positive about the Everton family's great and we've got Carlo Ancelotti we're moving forward and don't forget 2021 things will only get better so I'll leave you with dear em, things are going to get better
4: And a talk like me, be an angel too. But you ain't never gonna feel this way, you ain't never gonna know me. <laughs> oh, no. Show me and you show me how.